Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, where we explore how we can better understand our thoughts, feelings and actions, change our results and feel less alone as we navigate that crazy thing called life. My name is Emily Chabourne and I am a mindset coach and I recorded this episode live in my free Facebook group, That Crazy Thing Called Life. If you're not a member yet, head to the show notes to join this epic community of over 3,000 people and you'll be able to join me live next week as I record the next episode of Unashamedly Human, the podcast. Dear M, my best friend is really struggling at the moment. She's single and hates it. She was put down to part-time since COVID and in a job that she doesn't really like. And in general, she's really feeling negative. She's putting weight on, she's moaning about it, but she's not doing anything about it. And I don't know how to help her. She gets quite defensive when I bring any of this up. This is such a hard situation to be in. And it might not be necessarily a friend that this is happening to for you. I know a lot of people whose partners are really struggling at this time in COVID and they're finding that really challenging for some parents. I know their children are having a really hard time with it and they're finding it quite challenging to be supportive in the right kind of way for them or they're not sure what the right way to be supportive is. You know, there are two types of people in this world. There's the type who are the carrot people and then there's the type who are the stick people. You know, some people need and just so much love and compassion. And and then some people need to be fucking slapped around the face and snapped out of it. And, and you're never really sure which approach to take. It's really, really hard watching somebody that you love not help themselves. And you can see their worth and you can see their value and you can see that they're amazing and they can't see it. And it's so fucking hard because our initial desire is to grab that person and say do this with your life do this take this action say these words speak these things have these thoughts hang out with these people go on this date take this job be this person so that I can love you for your totality the reality is that's not our right to do that And even when it's somebody really close to us, it's still not our right to tell them how to live their lives. Now, obviously the exception to that is if you've got small children or adolescent children, you are obviously in a much more parental role and there is much more guidance that you can give a small child or an adolescent teenager. But when it comes to your friends, when it comes to your colleagues, when it comes to your partner, you just, you don't have the right to tell somebody else how they should be doing their life. But you really want to. (laughs) I totally get it. I totally get it. Believe me. I'm very much the sort of person that's like, well, you're doing life wrong. In my head, I'm like, why are you doing that with your life? Why you should be doing life this way. You would be much happier if you just did this thing. And so I really, really resonate with this question. My friends probably resonate with it as well. (laughs) So I'm going to start by giving you a very quick and very brief overview of something called the the drama. Right, hang on. Let me have some more coffee. Better. I'm going to give you a really brief overview of something called the drama triangle. Now, I don't have time to unpack this today. It's a full video plus workbooks in... Uh, module four of the hub which is all about relationships 
So I'm just gonna give you a very brief overview very quickly, because I think the framework will help you understand your role in your relationship with your friend at this time. So if you can imagine that there is a triangle with the point down, and at the bottom point of this triangle, we've got the role of victim. And the victim is somebody who's not helping themselves, they're woe is me, life is shit, life is happening to me, I can't change this, my circumstances are trapping me, I'm eating cake and putting weight on, I'm single and not leaving the house and then being angry that I don't have a boyfriend, I'm unhappy in my job and I don't earn enough money but I'm going to stay in my shit job, right? So we all identify with the victim. I was that person for 35 years of my life. Nothing was going right and I wasn't doing anything about it. So we all identify with that. We've all been that. Probably some of you right now are being like, fuck, that is actually me. All good, right? Again, we don't, we don't judge ourselves. We just bring conscious awareness to ourselves so that if we want to, we can shift things. Then I want you to imagine, so you've got the victim at the bottom of the triangle. Then at the top right of the triangle, you have got the rescuer. Now the rescuer is the person who knows best. The rescuer is the person who's like, don't do life like that, do life like this. I've got a cape on, I'm fucking awesome. Just do what I say and life will be better. The rescuer wants the person who's in the role of victim to level up, wants them to change their stuff, and absolutely thinks that they know how to help their friend. Quite often what we see in the role of rescuer is somebody who might not have their own shit sorted, but is very happy to distract themselves with other people's shit so that they don't have to clear up their own crap. When you're in the role of rescuer, there's probably some of your own stuff going on that you'd rather not admit, and it's much easier to shift your focus to what somebody else is and isn't doing in their lives. On the opposite of that, so the other, the top left of the triangle, you've got the role of persecutor. The persecutor is quite judgmental, a little bit of a bully, and a bit like, for fuck's sake, what the fuck are you fucking doing with your life, you fucking piece of shit? Sort your crap out, right? Like, quite aggressive and judgmental in the way that they are viewing the person who is in that bottom uh, point of the victimhood that made no sense, who's in the bottom of the triangle in that victimhood state. So quite judgmental. So these are the three roles that we see play out in the drama triangle. Now we have a preference to a role in a relationship that we have. So right now your friend is sitting in the role of victimhood and you are probably more than likely sitting in that role of rescuer. I want to rescue you. I want to make it better for you. The really important thing to remember is that we will bounce around this triangle and take on all three roles at different points. So an example of this might be you go up to your friend and you say over and over and over again, let me help you find a new job. Let me help you find a boyfriend. Come to the gym with me. You're trying to help this friend who's sat there in the role of victimhood. Your friend gets so fucked off with you that she turns into the persecutor and becomes quite aggressive with you. Will you just fucking leave me alone? So she's now out of her role of victim and into the role of persecutor. You then, feeling persecuted, drop into the role of victim from the role of rescuer. And you're like, oh, she's really mean to me. She doesn't understand. And you then become the victim in this triangle. And so the two of you can bounce around this triangle. Boom, 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 boom like a bloody pinball machine and nothing gets resolved and the relationship 
gets more and more fraught. So how do we change it? How do we break this pattern? So the best thing to do is to understand that all three of those roles are normal and natural and that there is a different version of that role which is more resourceful. So for the victimhood, you need to become like the victor, right? You begin to take all your problems and you begin to find solution and yada, yada, yada. The role which is probably more interesting for you right now is the role of rescuer and how from the role of rescuer we can move into what we call the coaching role. So the coaching role is when instead of telling somebody what to do, you just begin to ask really great questions and you give them back the power. So when you're in the role of rescuer, you are, tr- you are taking away the power from the victim because you are trying to be in control of everything. So instead, you want to elevate yourself into the role of the coach, which is to give back that victim the power so that they can step out of that victimhood role, so that they can level up for their own selves. If, like me, you love reading cool stuff, listening to interesting interviews, and hearing funny, quirky stories that feel really relatable, then sign up for my famous Friday emails. They're jam-packed with awesomeness, and if you sign up and you're not into it, you can always unsubscribe. Link in the show notes, and I look forward to being in your inbox on Friday. It's Friday! So you've got the coach role, which is about asking really great questions. It's about saying, what is it that you think that you need right now to pull you out from this funk? What is that you think that you could do right now that would be the most resourceful thing for you? What area of your life right now do you think it would be best to focus on what is best for you as opposed to I think you should do this massive massive difference the second thing is to lead by demonstration a coach leads by demonstration a coach doesn't dictate a coach just gets on with what they are doing and waits for the person next to them to be like you look like you've got your shit sorted in this area of life what are you doing And so it's not about saying I'm doing this and you should do this the way that I'm doing it. It's just about silently and calmly, generously demonstrating what it is that you are doing in your life. And that's all I do with the hub is these are the tools and the strategies that I have used to go from a $20 an hour waitress who was single, depressed, annoyed with life, felt completely and totally and utterly like she didn't have any opportunities like she didn't have anything going for her to create this epic life full of belonging and love and connection and this awesome business that I have right now and I just share that with people who want to hear how I've done it and who want to implement those tools in their own lives I don't push it down I don't take people into the hub if they are looking for a quick fix pill or if they are because that's not that's not what I'm demonstrating So it's all about leading by demonstration. You cannot turn around to your friend and be like, you should go to the gym while you're sitting on the sofa eating cake. So lead by demonstration. Ask really good quality questions to your friend instead of telling her what to do. And instead of dictating to your friend what she should do, you just lead by demonstration and do what you do in your own life and be generous and kind and compassionate if and when she asks you questions. The third thing is that as a coach, it's not about you. The rescuer role is all about you. I need to rescue you so that I feel good. I need you to be this person so that I can love you the way I want to love you. I need you to be this person so that you can be a friend for me the way I need you to be a friend for me. 
So the rescuer role is all about needing other people to be what you want them to be. Whereas the role of the coach is all about just saying like, I don't need anything from you because it's not, your life is not about me. I cannot expect you to be a certain person so that I can feel a certain way. So it's understanding that as a, in the role of coach, you take a step back from that need or expectation on somebody else. And all you can ever do in life is love someone for how they are currently presenting to you. You can't fall in love with the potential of somebody. You can't be a friend with somebody if only they would do this. That's not how it works. All you can ever do is just love somebody for how they are presenting to you at this particular moment in time. You can't put conditions on people in that way and expect to have healthy, generous, connected relationships with them. So understand that as you move from the role of rescuer to coach, you need to be asking really good quality questions. You need to be leading by demonstration and you need to stop making it about you. From that space, either your friend will go on her own path and sort out her own shit or she won't. And if she doesn't, you have got to accept that that is her choice. And you've got to let go of, I need you to be like this so that we can continue to be friends. You don't get to dictate that to another human being. What you can do is decide for yourself whether or not you are willing to be friends with somebody who might be on a completely different path from you, might be in a different vibrational sphere to you, might have a different desire in life to you and you know not all friendships and not all relationships are designed to last forever they're not romantic or plutonic they're just not and it is okay if you have a friend who after a period of time or after a number of years or because your circumstances change and take you into different places you are no longer as close with it's okay if you are in a relationship and you've been with that person for maybe a year or two years or 10 years or 20 years and one day you realize that you are on one path and he or she is on another path. It's okay. It might suck, but it's okay. Ask yourself, why do I find the need to have my friend or my loved one or my partner be a certain way so that I can feel safe, so that I can get what I need? because it's not always about you. And if a friendship changes or a relationship changes, accept that that is part of the infinite process of being alive. That is part of the infinite of the universe. That is the way that energy works. It morphs and it changes and nothing stays still and nothing is forever. The only thing that is forever is the impermanence of life and the impermanence of friendship sometimes. You know, we're like seasons. They come and they go. And that's not to say that we don't, hold reverence in our friendships or, or, or try or love or, or do our very best by the people around us. But sometimes, just sometimes, it is okay just, just to be like, oh, you want to stay here. You want to stay in your victimhood. You don't want to take the change. You don't want to level up. You don't want to learn more. You don't want to evolve. And I do. And that doesn't make you wrong and me right. It just is what it is. And with acceptance in my heart and with love in my soul and with deep compassion for you and for me, I'm no longer going to give you the energy that I have been giving you. And that is okay because when you let go of that, when you let go of that attachment, you will allow space to open up for maybe a new friendship or a new relationship or a new experience to come to you. 
So I'm not saying just turn around to your mate and be like, oh, do you know what? You're a Debbie Downer. Fuck, I'm fucked with you. Fuck off. I'm not bothering with you anymore. This is bullshit. I'm not saying do that. Certainly come from the role of rescuer and move yourself into the role of coach and and really love on your friend and support her and nurture her and, and, and tell her that she is valued and loved and and ask her what she needs from you right now. But if she is stuck in her role of victimhood and is refusing to come out of it, that is her prerogative and you are going to have to accept that because you don't get to dictate how somebody else lives their life. Let me know if that was useful for you. I'm going to jump into the comments. Very helpful chat. Thanks, Em. You're welcome. Absolutely useful. Awesome. Absolutely useful. I love that terminology. It's always a subject that hits home. It's why I'm in the hub. Yes. Because, you know, part of life is managing other people and, and understanding your relationship and connection to other people and nurturing friendships and nurturing relationships. And part of that nurturing process is sometimes learning how to let go um, and how not to be codependent and how not to be overbearing and, and all of that. You know, we are by nature creatures of connection. So, yeah, absolutely. One of the beautiful, amazing things that I love about the hub is when women come and so many of them do and they go, oh, my God, I came to the hub because I wanted to manifest this. And actually what I have done is beyond the manifestation is you know, the knock-on effect that this has had to my children and the knock-on effect this has had to my partner and how my relationships are more healthy and, and how I'm less annoyed by other people. And that is the delightful work of the hub is that it's not just, it doesn't just affect you, it affects your loved ones and your family and your communities and the people that you work with. Because when we level up, other people naturally tend to level up around us because of the law of attraction, like energy attracts like energy. So good as usual. I always get so much out of your lives. Oh, I'm really pleased. Thank you. Insightful and on point at the moment. Awesome. I'm glad it helped. You always make me think about the hard stuff. <laughs> I appreciate your honest and uh, I appreciate your honest directness so much. I'm pleased. Yes, I'm not for everybody and that's okay, but I am pleased that I resonate with you. Rescuer to coach. Yes, with love and by example. Always. Yes. All right, gorgeous people. Thank you so much. Have a phenomenal day. I'm glad you loved this episode. As I said, please share it. That's it for today's episode. I trust you loved it. And remember, you can join me as I record these episodes live on Thursday mornings. All of the details are in the show notes. If you love this episode, I'd really appreciate you sharing it with a mate or on your socials. Please tag me, Emily underscore that crazy thing called life. You can also share it through Spotify. And if you're listening on iTunes, please rate and review. It really helps other people find this valuable content. And as always, nothing beats a good bit of word of mouth, does it? So you let Barbara down the road know that she should have a little listen to this episode. If you're interested in joining the Unashamedly Human Hub, my global coaching community, check out the link in the show notes. See you in the next episode and keep being brave.